about to listen to the words and teachings of Pastor Shola Oshimaki Day of the household of David. Be blessed. Hallelujah. We've been talking about the old essence of the death and the resurrection of Jesus and what he has come to do in humanity, which every Christian should know. If you don't know these things, you will not walk in them. They won't benefit to anything. You are going to live like an ordinary person and nobody who has been blood washed is an ordinary person. Because there is something in you that has changed everything and if you don't know, you still live like there is nothing in you. Hallelujah. Amen. So, what we said for service, very important. Amen. And why we read Psalm 91, he who dwells in the secret place of the Most High, we now dwell in the secret place of the Most High under the shadow of the Almighty. Hallelujah. Amen. So we all, that's, that's what Second Corinthians 3.18, the Bible says we all with open faces, what Moses could not assess, what men in the Old Testament could not assess, we have access to that thing right now. So the Bible says, we all with open face, beholding as in a glass the glory of the Lord. We are changing to the same image from glory to glory. The more we behold the glory of God, the more His likeness is seen in us. Because when he created man in the first place, he said, let us create man in our own image and after our likeness. I explained to Sundays why Paul began to say that there are, uh, celest- he said, he said there are spiritual bodies and there are natural bodies. There are, there are spiritual bodies and there are natural bodies. And we explained why is it possible for a Christian to sit on a seat and have a glimpse of glory. Why is it possible for a Christian to know beyond your mind. Your physical mind is limited to the education that you have, but your spiritual, your spirit, your spirit man is not educated by this word, the education that is going on in the world. Your spirit man is in the class of God. It's in the likeness of God. It has the ability to know what your natural mind does not know. But only few people have been trained to exercise their spirit. And sincerely, man is a spirit. He has a soul. He lives in a body. That has been established theologically. Man is a spirit. Man is not uh, flesh and blood. Your body is your house. The real you is inside. That is why when a man dies, you are still going to see his nose, you are still going to see his eyes, but the real man has left. So the real man is not the physical body that you see. We pay attention to train our mind, and it's important. You are not going anywhere in this world if your mind is not trained. And you know, I said something to the workers yesterday. Some people have not made up their mind to be serious about life. If you are not reading, if you are not learning, you do expect things to happen by chance. Look, don't, don't, be, don't be casual when it comes to your approach to life. Don't. Amen. It will take a lot from you to grow. So move from where you are. So the same way your mind can be educated. It is the same mind. The same mind that is in an illiterate on Koma Hill. Who does it cannot even read and write? In the same mind that is in us. But the difference is that one mind has been trained, has been educated. The other mind is not trained, it's not educated. The same thing when you see Christians who are moving in the supernatural. Why some people say they are never afraid of anything? It is the same spirit. If you are born again, all of us have been made to drink into the same spirit. It is the same spirit, but some spirits are more educated or 
some spirits have influence, more influence over the mind and the body than others. And that has to do with the possessor. So, I want to talk about something this morning, eternal life. Are you following me? So, in Old Testament, the Bible said that we, so this place we read now, 2 Corinthians 3, everything. We all with open faces, we are beholding the face of God as in the mirror, we are being transformed. Why with open faces? Moses was using masks. And from the beginning, he started saying that. Let's read something again. You know, this is important that we have to understand this, which I said for service. The best God could do for them in the Old Testament was to kill Ram and cover their sin for a while. God was man's enemy in the Old Testament, or man was God's enemy. You cannot fathom what transpired. Interestingly, the tree of life was in the garden, and Adam didn't eat that one. And there was no law against that one. God never said, don't eat the tree of life. The only warning they were given was against the tree of knowledge of good and evil. But that was the very one they went for. So it was God's word versus Satan's word. God said, the day you eat, you die. Satan said, you shall not die. Adam had a choice. But he chose to yield to the devil. And the Bible said, to whom you yield yourself, you are a servant of the such. From that day, it became spiritually dead. Not that he died physically. What happened to Satan, uh, Adam was that he became identified with the nature of the devil that day. So man has become God's enemy. I want to explain today. Listen to me. This, if you are born again, you ought to know the things of the Spirit, and when you do, you ought to walk in them. One of the reasons why we are saying this is that nobody who has eternal life should have any of the diseases showing up, generation coming upon them. It's an insult, and after eternal life, it shouldn't be. Nobody who has eternal life should hate people. Why are marriages in problem? People don't know. It's in them, but they've not been told about it. Many people don't know exactly what happens when a person makes it all to the altar to give his life to Christ. It is not joining religion. That's why we have Christians who are still very kind. Eternal life is not understood. So they are weak. They are fearful. And they are still blunders, errors, mistakes, husband shouting at the wife, everybody. The old man dominates. But there is a life of God in them. So when a person wants to do a thorough work, he has to explain to people by revelation about the Spirit what really happened. Because when you have true encounter with it, it changes you. Honestly speaking, I wonder what has happened to this present generation. In many years ago, everyone who got born again, every neighbor and everybody around them knew that something changed. They couldn't hold on to anything again. They couldn't hate, they couldn't retaliate again. But now, People are born again and just move into church with the same thing. Consequently, what is happening to other men around is happening to them also. Because life is in them and they don't know. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. If you start that second from chapter 3 from the beginning, Paul started differentiating between what happened with Moses and what is happening to us now. So now, the most popular scripture in the Bible, John 3, 16, For God so loved the world, that he gave his only begotten son, that whosoever believeth on it should not perish. But what? What is everlasting life? King James put it that way. That's a wrong word. Everlasting life is a small word. <laughs> it doesn't mean... Now, every man is going to live forever. It's a matter of destination. Some will live forever in hell. Some will live forever in heaven. Everybody will live forever. 
Are you with me? That is already declared. So, if, 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 if everybody will live forever. When you close your eyes here, you open your eyes somewhere. Where that place is, either where there is AC or where there is oven. One of the two. <laughs> Amen. <laughs> Hallelujah. But everybody will live forever. Is that okay? Praise the Lord. So, it's not talking about, so it's eternal life. What is this thing? First John chapter 1. Let's read. First John 1. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Why are some people so thick that they are never depressed? But for some other people, Christians, they just, you know, they are just managing, and then one Israel after the other, these things, and, and then they think, does God like me? Why others like this? All you need to do is to look deeply into what has been given to you. So the Bible says that this is John talking, and he was so close to Jesus. He could say something authoritatively. So that which was from the beginning, which we have heard, which we have seen with our eyes, which we have looked upon with our hand and touched, we proclaim concerning the word of life. Verse 2. That he said the life is calling Jesus life. Life appeared. We have seen it. And we proclaim to you the eternal life, which was with the Father and has appeared to us. Hallelujah. For God so loved the world, whosoever believes should not perish. That means those who have eternal life cannot perish. That word perish has many applications. They can't decay. Jesus said, if you believe in me, though you'll be dead, you shall live. Now, it's those things for a reason. All of us are still, even the greatest man of God, now we are still led because nobody has fully entered this thing. But when we do, I end up by telling them that when we do, the old world will know that the gods have come down to them in human flesh. Because people will see the supernatural like never before on every street. Some men have stepped in. That was what Daniel, everybody in Babylon knew that what Daniel gave, the interpretation he gave was not normal. That was why the king himself that asked him the question bowed down to him when he gave the answer. They knew that this, this, this is beyond what human mind can answer. When Joseph spoke, Pharaoh looked at him. So in Old Testament, some men entered and came out. Elijah was on the mountain. And he prophesied rain. And he told Ahab, get into your chariot. That means ride your horses and go. And the guy was riding horses and horses were running. And the Bible said the hand of God was upon Elijah. He just began to run. To run and he ran ahead. He overtook horses. A man. Ahab just saw. Pew. Greater than Lucy boats. We just passed. And like, what? Some men, they stepped in. When Jesus walked on the water and they were shocked, he was trying to tell them that this is an introduction into something. That wife is an introduction into something. He could do that because Jesus, I told you on Easter Sunday, the body of Jesus when he was on earth was neither mortal nor immortal. Remember, Jesus was not born of any man. So that was why he couldn't forsake. And I said that on the cross, he didn't die until he gave up the ghost. He said, Father, into your hand I commit my spirit. Mm, and he died. So he, Jesus was not killed. He gave up the ghost. Are you with me? Praise the Lord. 
Even when they put spear here and blood and water came out, he still didn't die until he said those words. Because he was born of the word and only the word could kill him. So when he said, into your hand I commit my spirit, then he died. And <laughs> because his body was neither mortal nor immortal, he did certain things. That was the same body Adam had. Adam too was not born by any man. God took dust and breathed into it. And Adam became a living soul. It was the same formula he used for Mary. When it was the turn of Mary, God's breath is in his words. God spoke to Mary. The Holy Ghost coming down is the power of the Spirit. The same breath. The Holy Ghost is also called in some places in the Bible the breath of God. So in the first Adam, God took blood, formed a man, and did inside the man. And the man started running around. So, when he saw Mary also, he put the breath inside Mary with the word and then the body. So, all that Mary did was to give back to Jesus. She had nothing to do with the baby inside her womb. And the reason her blood was already under the, it's Adam's blood, was Adam's blood, and then it would have contaminated Jesus' mission on earth. So, she, he must be born pure. So, that was how Jesus came. But even though he was going to be born pure, he must also be to the world the same way other men. Otherwise, he would not be able to represent men very well. So he came through someone's womb, but not with someone's blood. Are you understanding what I'm saying? Praise the Lord. He did that for you. So Jesus had this life in himself. And the disciples didn't understand where this thing... Where, where, so he came. All I want to say, which is the starting point of this series. The mission is clear. He came to give us eternal life. But eternal life can never be given to a mortal man until blood is shed on your behalf. So when a man comes to Jesus, the only essence of eternal life is that what John said, that which is in the Father. There is something in God that makes God God. Eternal life, if you, it's impossible. If you cut God, of course it's impossible. Instead of blood flowing out, what comes out is life. <laughs> That's what the Bible says. In the beginning was the word. The word was with God. And the word was what? And he said, the same was John 1. The same was with God in the beginning. By him all things were made. Now the Bible says that in him was life. And the life was the light of men. E.W.K. began to say that Christians are supposed to be the greatest inventors. Inside eternal life. In him was life. The life was a light of men. Civilization. That is why if the missionaries did not bring the gospel here, all of us would still be worshipping Ogwa and Shongo. Probably. Are you with me? And some of you will be bearing Ashake, Ogudei, Shongo Dele, and all those names. Hallelujah. Everybody looking nice. Start going with their own big glasses. <laughs> If you complain about your eyes, then they give you driver back. <laughs> it's interesting. Hallelujah. And they will say there's plague in town. It could have just been people drinking warm water and now having um, maybe a whatever, something. You remember, the, have you seen those films? Then they said the, the gods are angry. And there are several virgins to be sacrificed. And of course, it won't be the king's daughter. So some of the men in the village will pay for it and say the gods are no more angry. <laughs> Amen. <laughs> Hallelujah. The Bible says, in him was life, and that life... Ah, are you following me? 
that eternal life, the Bible says, was a light of men. So anyone who has eternal life, you have light. So Jesus said, I am the light of the world. If anyone believes in me, he will never walk in darkness. Why are we in dark about many situations? It is because this thing is not known. Hallelujah. Amen. Are you following me? Yes, Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. There is, I want to be sure you are getting this. He said, that life was the light of men. Anyone who has that life inside you, if you are married, there is light on how marriage works. So no guesswork. You set your family right. When you start a business, there is no possibility, I don't know why I'm not making profit. Because there is a life in you. And that life is the light of men. It illuminates all men. Shout in it. Are you with me? Yes, Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. The Bible is forever true. So how come so many men have this life in them and there's no light? It is because it's not understood. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. You know, I've told you before, Daniel's journey. The first time he was going to interpret it, it took him three days of fasting and prayer. The second time it took him about two hours. In chapter 2, took him hours. Uh, took him three days. When That was when the king forgot the dream. The next time when the king became animal, and he, he had the dream that he turned to animal, Daniel in two hours told him the, 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 that one. In chap, that was chapter 4. In chapter 5, what the figure wrote on the wall, Daniel answered the same minute. Progression. Even though Daniel was not born again, but there was something in him. That life kept Adam in shape. Even though when sin entered him, his age had counting, and he still lived now and 39 years. After sin. Hallelujah. So what Jesus has come to give man, Jesus didn't come to bring religion. Religion is when you are trying to do something to please God. When the life is in you, you live it normally. All of a sudden, you cannot hate people again. You don't know what it means to retaliate again. And then old nature will start dying because that life will kill anything that is anti-God around you and in you. I mean, you, you are never afraid. And because you are never afraid, you can't lie to anybody. People lie because they are afraid of consequences. If I tell him this way, they But afraid of what? Hallelujah. There is nothing I say behind people that I can't say before them. Afraid of what? Are you, are you following me? Praise the Lord. Uh, you know, I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm trying to eternal life. Say to your neighbor, it's in you. So, if a man is born again, the moment you say, Lord, Lord Jesus, I accept you, what has happened? You are born of God. That's why the word again is used. The first time when you are born of your parents, when you are born again, you are born of God. And now God can give you eternal life. So I explained for service that except you fully comprehend what Jesus did on the cross, you will not know the power and the value of the salvation that you have. 
A Christian cannot be condemned by the devil. And those who have eternal life, nothing can stand against your prayer except your ignorance. Jesus has so much done the work that so much has been invested. So eternal life is now available. He couldn't give anybody per se no testament, but a few times they stepped in and stepped out. Because nobody was born again, no testament. Since Adam lost it, the blood of the Almighty God Himself, a spotless blood, must be offered. Somebody must be like the Adam that missed it to get it. You understand? Only a person with the same value, the same appearance of the first Adam, can correct the error of the first Adam. So that was why Jesus came. And the moment his blood was shed, and he got to the master's seat, which I told them for service, where the high priest used to go once in a year, they caught him thought when Jesus died. He has given us access. Hallelujah. Now the precious blood has been offered. Now if any man has confessed Jesus as Lord, what the Father does is that the same life that is in God, he imparts into you. But you see, unlike Jesus... Unlike Jesus, are you with me? Unlike Jesus, you have your flesh and blood that is inside it is contained some of the things you have inherited from people around you. Things you've learned in your environment for getting. That is why, listen, it is important to lead children to Christ on time. Before the law of sin and its effect eats them deep. Sometimes it's a little difficult for adults because so many things are set in. So that life is imparted into your spirit. But inside your mind and your soul are the things you've learned all your life, the films you've watched, the pornographic stuff you've seen, all the things around. They will wage war against the life of God that is in your spirit. But you see, if you let eternal life dominate, it will put to death all those things. Hallelujah. See, this is the reason why people go to church. They, they, as soon as they close service, they get to office on Monday. They are still collecting bright, cheating people and everything. The only thing that has changed is that they just go to church. That's all. They don't understand. Hallelujah. Is somebody with me? Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. We will... We will show so much supernatural that the world will be afraid. Hallelujah. Wherever a Christian is, we will so much supernatural that people can say Jesus is not Lord, but not where you are around. Because your life will be so clear. You would have demonstrated it too many times that around you, nobody can say that. Say amen. This is what we are joining into. And that's what we are talking about this. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I want to just tell you something which I just want to say today. Next week we're going to. It's in that time when it's the thing that we all with open faces. There is a principle in the word of God. The more you look. So it all started from that time when it was three. Started from what happened between Moses and you know in the wilderness. And this is a very powerful thing. They started complaining. And serpents came out to bite them. When you complain, serpents always bite you. <laughs> There's no room in our kingdom for complaining. Amen. So serpents came and, they were, and then God told them something. Which is against logic. 
if you look at it. He says, set another serpent on the pole. And he said, anybody beaten by the serpent, when something bites you, if you feel a bite on your leg, most likely you will remove your trousers and look at the thing. But God said in, in his own wisdom, if you are beaten, don't look at the spot, look at the one on the pole. He said, whosoever looks will be saved. Anybody beaten that looks at the wound, the wound will get big. There is a principle in that. When the devil strikes you, look at Jesus and look at the word of God. If you look at the pain and start describing to you what is happening in you, to you, you expand the pain and give power to the devil. I've been, there is hardly any challenge many of you have been through that I haven't been through. And they come from time to time. When you give your attention, because we are overcomers in this world, our faith must fight something. There will never be a time I say the devil will stop throwing that at you. That's how you have the shield of faith. It's not for decoration. That you might block all the fear that they are called fake or they are fearing that. Satan strikes when you least expect and it comes very fast. That's why I'm saying that watch and pray that you fall not into temptation. If you are not watching and praying, if you sleep for a while, as a matter of fact, the greatest moment of victory in your life, watch the next step. You know, we, you know, we don't say deliverance like I have once a people here in the church. When something good is about to happen to you, stop telling everybody. I don't know why, but that's the truth. I know what I've received calls from people, even abroad, who have told me. Something wanted to happen, they called people at home and told them, and the thing never happened again. Are they suspecting anybody? No. But they just found, they just found that pattern. And if you have found that pattern, keep your mouth shut. Say, you know what? They are going to send every load to me. And the person says, I'm not sending again. You know, I, I am pregnant. It is uh, four months, four weeks, seven days, three hours, 27 seconds. No, not telling anybody does not mean you are living in fear. If you know it doesn't work for you, tell people things. Keep your mouth shut. Hallelujah. <laughs> you know, as one as I told them yesterday, if you think the world is just natural, you are making a big mistake. The Bible said the old world lies under the sword of the wicked one. Sincerely speaking, this is one of the reasons why Africa is backward. Demons are real here. And the agents arrive. That's the truth. If you don't include in your prayer binding and losing, you are not praying well. Not suspecting anybody or praying that somebody should die. No. But learn to say in the name of Jesus, all negative forces around me operating, I bind you. When you say that in faith, they are bound. So it's not climbing mountain and no. It just is you a word of authority. Clear your path every morning. If you don't, they are there. I told a workers meeting, you are a Christian, you go to a hotel, you just check in and sleep, I'm tired, I sleep on the bed. Then you wake up with sore throat. And you are wondering, you don't know who has been there. And you know, we take all these things for granted. <laughs> I said something very funny yesterday. You know, these young, two, two young pastors came to pray for the other one. And when the message ended, they, they took a stroll, they went out. It was a young child, so he stopped by to buy a car. And this pastor, one of them, was throwing it in his mouth and enjoying. God just opened the eyes of the other one. He saw blood and maggots. When he told you, he vomited. Because <laughs> God just opened his eyes. Sincerely. You know, we avoid talking much about it because people have gone to the extreme of 
scaring people with demons and everything. But you know demons are real. Because the Bible teaches about them. Jesus said, These signs shall follow them that believe. Mark 16, 17. The first sign mentioned in my name shall cast out demons. Why is that the first sign? Because demonic activity will be very rampant in the last days. Let me say this to you. I'm word of faith and I have to tell you some truths. Some people have troubles in their dreams because of the kind of music you listen to. Take that from me. One day a guy came to see me. Wet dream, masturbation and everything and then nightmares and I just wanted to pray for him and I heard the voice of God. I don't pray for him. Ask him, what do you do the last, before you sleep every night? And I told him, you put Walkman in your ear. And I mentioned, you listen to a particular person's song. And we're like, wow. He was so scared at the accuracy of the whole thing that he went home and threw away the Walkman. <laughs> I don't know, but he shouldn't have thrown it there. He should have given me. I just removed the song and put a better song there. Don't waste it or give somebody. And when he broke it, he threw it away. Because he knew. I said so. And he told me, he said so. He said, honestly speaking, I have always argued that Christians can listen to anything. He said, but the way you said it, I saw it. If people are selling their souls to the devil to produce something, and you are enjoying their product, don't you know there will be consequences? Demons are very, they don't joke what belongs to them. If you have read, when Jesus told the demon to leave, and they entered, the, they, they asked Jesus that he should let them enter pig. They entered 2,000 pigs and went to the water to drown. Those pigs, pigs in the Bible, unclean spirits, clean, pigs were unclean. They were, Israelites were forbidden from keeping the pig in I believe that those demons came, the presence of those pigs brought the demons in the first place. And when they were going, they took all their pigs with them. <laughs> Are you with me? It's very likely if a person does money ritual to have money. Now when he gets born again, the money will first go, then Jesus can give his own money. But Jesus will allow him to keep the money that belongs to the devil. But I, you can trust the devil say he will collect his money back. Once you are not serving him, he doesn't hesitate. He will collect his money back. Hallelujah. Amen. Praise the Lord. Yeah. Are, you, are you with me? And you know, I say I'm about <laughs> we will dig deeper next week. But sometimes, inside my spirit as a shepherd, I feel like warning some people. Not people live anyhow. Let me say this to everybody. If you ever sleep with somebody, you are sharing something in common. Sex is never free, except with the person you are married to. That's the truth. The most wicked demons are the ones who will not show the impact of what they are doing in your life immediately. Some of them, the impact will show in 20 years, so that you can't trace where your problem is coming from forever. Sometimes you are ministry deeper, you can perceive all these things. People don't know that when God sets law, it's not that he's trying to punish you. He created the knows you better and he's saying that I, I did not create you to function this way. When you function that way, there is no product without manual. That is why the girls spoil quickly in Africa because we hate manual. We just know, we know. Many of you have ACs in your house. You didn't read manual when you were fixing it. Uh, no BAC, just put it there. And you put it. You have radios in your house. Many of you, you the, the most common one, you have never read your phone manual. If I ask you to raise your hand, how many people bought a phone, sat down with the manual, read it inside out before operating the phone? Ah, no, before. Ah, this is Samsung. Just put full SIM card. And then you start. And you can do, say, you can prolong the life of your product by checking what the manufacturer has said. 
Some don't bring them close to water. Some don't bring them. And, but in Africa, we hate manure. We just use. Do you know many of you have cars here? You've never read the manual of your car. I just got a car. And they just call mechanic services. <laughs> and the next one day, you are going down to that one. Is the day you are, there's a problem, then you bring out the manual. But really, you should read the manual. So know about what you have bought. Now, you are looking at me. It's not only you, I'm, I'm guilty of the same thing. I don't think there's anything I have that I read the manual. Where will I be? If I, I bought a phone, I mean, you going to my phone, come down, the next thing I will now do is to sit down in my office and read the manual. For, for, for. I know this is charger, it's for charging. <laughs> yeah, I, know, I don't need. <laughs> but you see, it's not good. <laughs> you know, why you don't look at me? <laughs> I thought I saw this very funny for service. You remember? I, I said, because I just remember this morning, because I just saw the cap beside my bed. And I said, oh my God. Early last month, <laughs> I went to preach in a church in the UK, in Manchester. So, when I landed in London, the you know, snow everywhere, it was very... So, I, I, I love it when it's cold. I hate it. So, I went outside under the snow table. I was enjoying it. Then it was getting too serious. So, I just saw a shop where they were selling the cap. And I just saw this sweater cap. I didn't look at it. I just picked it and gave the guy six pounds and put it on my head. So, I wore it for one week. And I came back home. I got home, I put my bag down, I put the cap on the, 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 cap on the chair. And my wife looked and said, Eh? This is what you are wearing. I said, what? And I looked at it. Guess what was so boldly written at the front? The beach. Pack. <laughs> I said, my God. <laughs> the church I went to preach, the pastor came to preach me, picked me at a train station. And on my head, <laughs> I said, I'm going to send you a message tonight. That's how I didn't know. <laughs> Thank God they say allow me to preach. Can you imagine? I stayed about, because I went from since about two, all the hotels I said, I entered the reception. They were smiling. I didn't know. I thought they liked my face. They how are you? Can I get their room? <laughs> I saw the wife to the village. Look at this. This idiot. The beach. It's a beach. <laughs> <laughs> I vowed on that day <laughs> I will read everything <laughs> if you come as I'll show you the game, maybe I'll bring it next one. It's, it's amazing it's a black cap and that thing is written in white the beach is back some people looking at me I entered every train with it I will be looking at the beach <laughs> so this guy said that he's a son of a beach man <laughs> <laughs> Hallelujah. <laughs> I'm late. <laughs> that must never happen again. <laughs> Amen. <laughs> Hallelujah. Blessed be the name of the Lord. I, when we let this life dominate, the old world will see what it means to be a Christian. Offices we want to have Christians around them. That is why we have to go this way. There is this supernatural part of it in you producing uncommon results there is the character part of it this eternal life gives you the nature of christ all that dominates you is love in every home selfishness dies 
this is how Christianity started. That they were stoning Stephen. And he said, do not lay it against them. Ah, stone people now and die. Stephen didn't say those things religiously. That was who he was. His heart had been conquered by the love of God. And thank God he asked God not to lay it against them. Because there was a young man there called Saul who would become the greatest apostle. Stephen of nowadays would have killed that poor. By their prayer. Something happened to this man. Zacchaeus saw Christ. He said, if I have cheated anybody, I will give them four food back. And Zacchaeus couldn't even receive eternal life yet because Jesus was here to die. But by seeing Jesus, greed holding him died. It is the reason why in churches they raise offering, raise and threaten people. When the church has a mission to do and the members are not answering, they will threaten them. <laughs> so, <laughs> all kinds of scriptures about devourer. By the time you finish preaching and you are afraid that you might not get to your house, you will drop a check <laughs> so that you pay God for protection. <laughs> Security votes. <laughs> are you with me? But in that of apostle, somebody was not told. He sold his land and he gave. What ch- forever churches will need money. What churches should do is to teach what I'm teaching. We all need to. On, when we understand eternal life, it dominates you. You will know that there's nothing you have that does not come from God. And if you know it in reality, you'll find it easy to give. That's the truth. And when you help anybody, you don't attach anything to it. Even if they grieve you before they, you let go of it. They experience all this. Nobody told Barnabas to sell his land. And he brought the money and put it at the apostles' feet. They could trust the apostles. That the apostles were not going to buy a jeep. And they probably put the money down. Trust and transparency. Nobody borrowed money in that apostle without paying back. But if you read later, when the church started getting large, those things came in. Paul started warning now. That a guy was even sleeping with his father's wife. And he would come and sit at the front of the church. Paul said, put that evil fellow away from your midst. Because the guy must have read about uh, extreme grace and he's enjoying himself. Just came into the church. He took his, Paul said, you took your father's wife and you are here in church. <laughs> He said, deliver such a person to Satan. Let Satan deal with him. But later in 2 Corinthians, he told them that forgive that person, bring him back to the fold. Because we must not reject any Christian. But we can discipline people. Are you with me? Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. The world is waiting to see when sons of God. So, what I want to say, which we will say more next week, is the fact that what makes us sons is that eternal life that is in us. So we have become partakers of divine nature. You also can enter, you can look at a person. Every one of you here, you have the ability, but for many of you, it is covered with things. Your spirit knows when something is wrong with people, even when they are not talking. And your spirit has tried to tell you many times. Your spirit man will know when there will be an accident on the way. You don't need a prophet to do Every child of God is wired up with this ability. Your spirit man knows when an investment will go so that you should not keep your money. He's trying to tell you, but there is gap, communication gap between your spirit and your mind. So the guy inside is shouting, that girl is a liar. <laughs> but you are not hearing. What you are saying now is that, ah, she's beautiful. 
Say that boy is is the devil's associate. Yeah, the guy comes around with angelic voice. When you see him, you see an angel. He comes around you. And the English is deep. Fantastic voice. Hey, how are you doing? Can I take you out? Every time he talks, you die. (laughs) And your spirit man is saying that, girl, something. What you can't hear. When you start understanding what I've shared with you, your spirit will start rising. You will start acting beyond the capacity of your mind. All you've known in your mind is in your mind. But you look at a situation, you'll see beyond what your mind knows and say, no, this is nothing. Paul just sat on the ship and they were about to travel and he said, excuse me, sir, I perceive that this journey will be with many odds. He said it's going to be disastrous. He said it's going to be dangerous, not only to the ship, he said, but our lives are at stake here. And the Bible said the captain looked at the weather. The weather was plain. Everything was fine. He said, no, they entered the ship. And they were moving nowhere. After some days, after many days on water, a wind called Clydon came up. And for 21 days, people did not hit in the ship. They all knew they were going to die. Complete darkness, no light for 21 days. You know, it happened around the polar region. Apostle Paul said, stars, you should have listened to me. I told you before we moved. He used the word I perceived. Now, if you are a prophet, God shows you something. If you have prophetic gifts. Everybody might not have prophetic ability in that sense. But what every Christian has ability to perceive is the language of your spirit. So even prophet, when it comes to personality, you know, if you are a prophet, you can see many things about that people. You might not see some things about yourself. Except you have trained yourself also to learn to perceive. So in this kind of situation, what happened to Paul was that Paul perceived. He perceived. I will never forget a prophet that I know. I'm yet to see this guy give one word that didn't come to pass accurately. There was a time some of us wanted to see him somewhere. He just had two mighty angels who came to his hotel room. And uh, what shocked me was that when he experienced that, it was how he did not know that the wife had first an evil spirit. When they got married, from the second week of the wedding, he, she wake up in the night. He would go out and put the gen on, when the, and he would come back. The wife would look at him in the middle and say, sorry, who are you? He thought it was a joke. Around 1 a.m. to 3 a.m., she wouldn't be able to recognize her husband again. She wake up beside the man and she would look at her. Sorry, who are you? What are you doing in my room? So the husband. And he, she developed this violent. He, one time he fled out of the house wearing singlet and boxer alone. Because she took knives and she was going to kill him. It was the pastor of a church that girl used to attend. Who, who, he doesn't prophesy, just a Bible teacher. And I said that I knew it. And he was right. He said, you see that I did go for your wedding? He said, when you brought him to and I said that your mind was made up, I couldn't see anything. He said, but I was looking at the two of you that I saw that there was something evil in this girl. About four guys said the same thing. Four ordinary brothers and They just sat there with that for a while. And one of them wanted to date her, but he saw it. And he carried his head. Okay. But how a prophet that saw others he didn't see. The day he was talking to me, he broke down in tears. He said, I don't know. You've gone round, round different places, ministry to people, and you have never, nobody has said that he gave a promise and it didn't come to pass. But he did see it. It's amazing. But everybody can perceive. This is what we should go for. 
Your spirit man can tell you what to prepare for when the exam is coming. Hallelujah. Lights. Let's stop here. All through this week, you will see the light of God flooding every area of your life. You see what others cannot see. He will not allow you to be in the dark concerning any area. In the name of Jesus, I pray that understanding will rise in you. Whatever you do, beyond the education of your mind, we thank God for education. And I said this for service, and I think I said it again. Don't joke with learning. Don't joke with learning. Learn all you can and keep learning. But the education of your spirit is extremely important. You see, at the end of that is why you will see a professor going to meet a native doctor. He's confused. He's a professor. But there's a situation in his family that his professorship cannot fix. I think we all know these things. Some of us growing up, you see your parents go to places. The man that they go to meet there is an illiterate. Yet, every order he gives, your people will follow. So the father is a PhD older. And I, I went, my, even Pastor Adi, before, before he became a pastor, when he was a senior lecturer, he was going to a native daughter who gave him goats, said he and buy goats. I said, that particular goat he went to buy, and he was so stubborn. The devil is an expert in punishing people. Now he said his own was okay. He's a fellow friend lecturer. Enemies were against him in the school, and he went to meet this Baba. The man told him to defecate and to hit it. And the incantation was. I've heard that it, it, there, it's common in Yoruba. Stop. See, in <laughs> they use spirituals in what Yoruba, if you, if you are very familiar with Yoruba movies. For instance, if they want to bind people in love together, they use padlock. They will use something physical to represent a spiritual reality. So they are going to say those words in that thing. So they call the name of the boy and the girl. They can tell him to bring the girl's ear. Put it on the padlock, lock it, and throw inside water. She will love him forever. <laughs> Until she comes to HOD. <laughs> and she delivers. Are you with Or she meets a Christian. You understand what I'm saying? They always use something. That's why they cannot cast a spell without looking for somebody's picture. You understand what this is? You see them in African magic. I'm sure, I'm sure you've seen many of them in African magic. So they, there must be something physical that will represent. So in the case of Daba, what the man was saying, because he said he can't say, what he was saying was that nobody sees human physics and touches it. He says, so the same way when you eat it, nobody sees you and touches you. They will leave you. And when he did, they left him alone truly. But then he started falling sick. There's nothing free from, you know. Soibo have done worse things. Eh? I have been in a, I've been, I've seen I've, with my two eyes like this, when the minister was making altar call for from people, he said it there, who have had sex with mad person and come and see people. Now, this will shock you. This altar call was made in London. Some people got visa, got there to prosper. That was what they did to gain success. After much frustration, all of what they were saying, we sat back when he said that, that nobody will come. We were too sure. We shall call all of them, Yorubas, Nigerians, coming out. And he said that now, you, you sleep, you start seeing madman dancing for you in your sleep. The meaning is that very soon you will join. <laughs> that's the meaning. 
You know, people do all sorts. So move on. Because they understand that the word is not normal. It's not only natural. They do all sorts. Just to move on. Hallelujah. And make no mistake about it. It's not only Africans that are diabolical. I'll be known by now. Okay. Amen. In general, it's more common here. Now, our demons here are local. They are illiterate. African demons are illiterate. It's like the foreign demons are refined. <laughs> African demons, they live in forests and they are very raw, very crude. <laughs> Amen. Are you, are you with me? I want to stop here. We have the life of God in us. That's what I'm trying to say. We have the life of God in us. We have the life of God in us. We have the life of God in us. Let it dominate you. Let it dominate everything that you do. Let it dominate everything. If a woman's husband is misbehaving, if you let eternal life dominate you, you will convert your husband. When this life is functioning, everybody will be compelled to bow. That's the truth. People are married wayward men. I'm not, if you are not married, I don't go marry one. That is trying the Lord. But if you are already married one, life can come in. And your husband can be sanctified because of you, the wife. That's what the Bible says. We need to let this thing dominate us. Shall we rise? Thank you for listening to the teaching of Pastor Shola Oshumakinde. We believe you have been blessed. Worship with us at David Court, number 25 Mojidi Street, off Twin Street, Ikeja, Lagos. On Sundays, our first service starts by 8 a.m. and our second service by 10 a.m. While our midweek service starts by 7 p.m. on Wednesdays. Go and do great things. God bless you.